Hey everybody, welcome back to Storytime with Shade. We are just going to jump right into another chapter of The Door in the Woods. Hope you've been enjoying it so far, and here we go. Chapter 18 Sam woke up from uneasy dreams and groaned. He didn't want to go to school and see Jay, or any of his old friends. He hoped he could just keep his head down and get through the day. When he got back from school, his mother would be here and things would feel a little better, he told himself. He showered, dressed, and watched the news while he ate a bowl of Cheerios. He wasn't intending on watching the news, but got drawn in by a story about a man who had tried to hold up a liquor store and ended up getting shot by police. Sam wondered if this man would be at the doorway if he decided to take a visit. A morbid curiosity nibbled at Sam and he started to truly realize the appeal of Jay's corkboard of death, and also understood why he might become a little obsessed with that doorway in the woods. When he got to school, he went to his locker to drop off his books that he wouldn't need until the last half of the day. He saw Jay walk swiftly past him and closed his locker to follow. Hey, Jay, he said, half jogging to catch up with him. Hey, he said, but didn't slow his pace. Slow down for a second, man. I've got to get to class, Sam. We still have a few minutes. I just want to talk. Looking exasperated, Jay responded with, Yeah, you can talk while we walk, Sam. What? Well, I was thinking we could maybe hang out after school today for a little bit. Go check out the woods. I mean, my mom should be coming back today, but we can be quick. I saw in the news that there was this guy that... No, Sam, he said firmly and quite obviously annoyed. Definitely not. I'm not going back there. Sam was now equally annoyed. He knew that Jay was most likely scared because of what had happened, but they were fine, weren't they? As long as they didn't go back at night, what was the harm of going again, like he had been doing for years? Of course he didn't say any of this, and they walked for a few moments in silence. He would let it go for now, give him a little time to calm down from their experience, and then explain to him that they would never be going back at night, and there's no reason they can't still keep going. Sam was deeply fascinated now. They were essentially talking about a doorway to the afterlife, and Jay never wanted to see it again? Alright, well just let me know if... Sam was cut off again, but this time it was by the bell, notifying them that they had better get to class. Yeah, see ya, Jay said, and hurried off. Sam looked after him for a few moments with his mouth hung open slightly, before turning around and walking to first period. Sam didn't see Jay again for the rest of the day, and wondered if it was chance or if Jay was avoiding him purposefully. He sat alone at lunch and scanned around the cafeteria looking, but saw no sign of him. He briefly considered going to see if his car was parked outside anywhere, but then thought better of it. If Jay didn't want to see him right now, then he probably didn't want to have him track him down like a stalker. 
Sam guessed that he would see him soon, and when he did, he was thinking that he would apologize again for all the good that would do. It was clear Jay was still upset with him, and Sam understood why, of course. They had almost died. Sam supposed that someone like Jay, who had been frequenting that spot for so long, wouldn't be so phased by a bad experience there, but clearly he was wrong. Towards the end of the day and last period, one of Sam's old friends, Josh, who hadn't spoken to him in weeks now, leaned over and said, Hey, I heard you've been hanging out with Jay lately. Sam was ready for the day to be over and didn't remotely feel like talking, so said simply, Yeah, why? That guy's a psycho, man. Why would you hang out with him? Doesn't seem like you have much in common, Josh said. Yeah, maybe we don't, Sam said. But he's been a better friend to me than any of you guys have been, so what's it to you? Josh winced a little. Alright, you're right, Sam. Just be careful is all. We're worried about you. If any of you were that worried, then I feel like I'd have gotten a call, or even a text. The bell rang, signifying the end of the day, and Josh said, We just figured we'd give you some space is all. We didn't... Yeah, well, maybe I didn't need space, Josh. Maybe I needed some friends, and they were nowhere to be found. Josh started to reply, but Sam said, Save it, man, and walked away, leaving Josh with a pained look on his face that Sam felt a little guilty for, but only briefly. On his way home, he considered texting Jay, but thought that maybe he would wait until tomorrow, give him some more time to calm down from their experience in the woods. He would tell him that they didn't need to go back, but also assure him that if they ever did decide to go back, it would be during the day, when the threat of the multitude of swarming phantoms wasn't there. When he arrived home, his mother was there to greet him, and she looked infinitely better than she had in any of the previous weeks. She gave him a long hug at the door, stroking his hair and holding him tightly. After a few moments, she let him go and said, I love you. Love you too, Mom. You look a lot better. Sam followed his mother into the house as she said, I feel a lot better. Come, sit. She led him to the kitchen and sat him down at the table where she sat across from him. She was silent for a moment, unsure of where to start. Sam wasn't entirely sure of what was going on and said, What's up, Mom? She sighed, then looked Sam in the eyes. I just wanted to apologize, kiddo. Oh, Mom, that's okay, really. Sam started, but she held up a hand and he closed his mouth. I know we haven't been that close since your father passed, and I, I know that I've been handling it poorly. For a while there, I thought I was doing okay, but after ending up in the hospital, I had a lot of time to think. A lot of sober time to think. And I know you lost him too, Sam. Tears formed in the corner of Sam's eyes, and he wiped them away with his sleeve quickly, trying to hold them back. I love you more than anything, Sam. I can't imagine what you must have been going through when I went to the hospital, thinking what if you lost us both. I'm just, I'm so sorry that I lost sight of everything for a while there. She took his hand before she continued, but I promise that I'm here now, and that I won't leave you, okay? Sam couldn't hold it back any longer, and when he blinked, a torrent of tears spilled down his cheeks. He stood from the table and embraced his mother, silently thanking God that she was still with him and that she had seemed to learn something from her recent downward spiral.
Eventually, the tears subsided, and they talked for a little bit before she started on supper. Sam caught up on some homework that he should have gotten done during the weekend, and they watched a movie together before going to bed. Sam thought that everything seemed like it was going to be okay. Jay felt like a stranger in his own body. He couldn't seem to focus on anything, and he had a persistent voice in his head that wouldn't leave him alone. It whispered things like, I'll never go back, deep inside of his mind. It influenced his mood and drained on him to the point where every interaction felt painful. It wasn't depression, but cloaked his mind in a very similar way. It was more like a blanketed contempt for everybody around him. He hated the way everyone was acting, because he felt as if it was indeed an act. What could they all possibly be happy about? He didn't want to talk to Sam at school, and was frustrated by his very presence. When he arrived home, his father wasn't there, and for this Jay was grateful, because he knew that he would be equally frustrated by his presence as well. He had a vivid flash of retrieving a knife from one of the kitchen drawers and waiting for his father to get home, only to viciously stab him to death as his eyes looked on his only son in bewilderment as to how he had unknowingly raised such a monster. He went to the bathroom and splashed cold water on his face, trying to symbolically wash the thought from his mind. When he looked up into the mirror, he got an overwhelming sensation that the eyes that were looking back at him were in his own. It unsettled him deeply but he couldn't say why. The longer he looked, the stronger the feeling got, until it seemed as if he wasn't staring at a reflection at all, but a window, perhaps into his very soul. He stared into the mirror, and after a minute, the reflection smiled at him. Even though his own lips remained closed, his reflection spoke. We're not going back, his mirrored self said and Jay nodded his agreement. But what if Sam wants to go back? What if he makes us go back? Jay questioned the mirror. Let him, Jay's reflection said, and paused briefly before continuing. And if he tries to make us go back, kill him. Jay felt like he was in a dream. He barely felt in control of his own body as he responded to the mirror. Yes, if he makes me go back, I'll kill him. And that's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe. Stay tuned next week. We're going to be continuing with uh, another chapter or two of The Door in the Woods. Until then, thank you again so much for listening. Have a good one.